Good morning, friends, or afternoon, or evening, or night, or whatever, when you're listening to this. If anybody listens to this, but hey, whatever, it's cool. Um, It is uh, Thursday morning. It's September 14th, and it feels like fall outside. I cannot say that I am angry about this one bit. Um, I'm over summer. And I know that it used to be a thing that I really did not like. Winter and cold weather and all the things that that brings with it. But I'm getting old. (laughs) And I'm really not hating on the cold temperatures. Now listen, I'm probably going to eat my words in another two months. But that's okay. I am am a big enough person that I can admit that. And uh, admit that I was wrong. But... Right now, I'm not mad about it. I'm really not mad about it. Because I am fucking sick of being hot. Maybe it's maybe it's the change. Oh, gosh. There's so many things with that. So many things. Holy crap. I'm going to digress for a minute with this. If you are female, if you are roughly in my age group within... I don't know, 10 years either side. So like think mid thirties to 55 ish around in there. I'm going to highly recommend that you either read or listen to this book. I don't think that I've mentioned this before, but I might have. And if I have, and I talked about it already, like just, I'm sorry, but I think it's important. Um, Next level by Stacy T. Sims. She's a PhD and it has everything to do with being female, um, perimenopause, postmenopause, menopause, all that shit, all the hormonal things, and all the weird shit that happens to us as women as we reach a certain point in our life and like our bodies start to change, right? Because we're always changing, like from the time we're born to the time we die, we're always changing physically. Um, I mean, we should be also changing mentally, but you know, there's, there's sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't, I'm going to not even go there. Um, <laughs> but this, this book talks a lot about how, um, how certain things affect your body when you are going through this stage in life, like food, um, alcohol, caffeine, like all these things have a very, very big, <laughs> a very considerable effect on us physically when we are going through this whole freaking process. And like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but sometimes this can take 10 years. Oh, the fuck. Being a girl is such shit. (laughs) There's so many things. Oh my God. Like the whole girl things is just, oh gosh, it's exhausting. And, and so many things come to mind. I mean, like, listen, I'm not saying I want to be a guy or anything like that because y'all got your own shit to deal with. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a lot and it's, it's just a lot and it's different from, from guys and like everything, especially as we age, like, you know, men and women are different physically on so many levels and different things affect each sex differently on so many different levels. But I feel like as we age, 
that divide <clears throat> the, or the gap in the difference gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Like we veered off to the left about 30 degrees and the men veered off to the right about 30 degrees. I don't feel like we're coming closer together, like in similarity of things with aging. I feel like it's further apart. It's wild. And I might be wrong. I am not a doctor. I am not a whatever PhD or none of that shit. But just in kind of paying attention to this far in life and what I've experienced and what I've witnessed, it seems like there is a bigger divide the older we get. And I'm a, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. So um, Next Level by Stacey T. Sims. She, did another, had an, she wrote another book. It's called Roar. Um, I, have, I listened to that one. Oh, geez. It's been a long time ago that I, that I listened to that one. It was really good. Highly recommend that one as well. But Next Level, definitely... If you have to pick one or the other, I would definitely pick next level if you are somebody like me who is like, huh, I don't know, feel like you're in the throes of perimenopause and like everything in your body is changing and you feel weird and like everything's weird and the things that you were doing are not working the same. And yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. It's very frustrating. But this was definitely helpful and gave me a lot of <clears throat> good information. Oh, my God. I feel like I swallowed a frog or something. Excuse me. My hat up along. Not really. Um, <clears throat> just it's dusty out. They're resurfacing the street right in front of the office out here. And they were um, grinding off the shit when I came in. So I probably inhaled a bunch of it. And now I'm like, got to hack it up. All right, cool. So anyways, um, I would highly recommend this book. Um, it's extremely pertinent to where I'm at. And I know a lot of other people, like the people who come to my class, the women who are in my classes, um, we've been talking about this pretty much nonstop for the last two weeks. So this whole topic, but yeah. So um, I'm going to shift gears here because I just... I just got off the phone um, with one of my customers, and uh, I've been I've been doing sales for a long time, right? And like to me, sales isn't selling; sales is helping, right? My job isn't to just schlep equipment or supplements or whatever. My job is to help people fix a problem, find their need. And if I can help them solve that problem, fill that need, then that's a success. That's a, that's a win. Even if, okay, listen, I've been doing this for 16 years, the trailer thing for 16 years. I, I sell and do rentals for belt trailers, um, for a company out of Western Nebraska. Um, I started out as a customer and when I when we were trucking. And the reason why I actually even became a customer of theirs was simply because of one salesman. One experience with a single salesman. And it set me on a course to that changed directions from what I originally had thought. So this was, God, when was this? 
I don't even remember, 2000-something, 02-ish, maybe, 03. I don't think it was quite 04. Fuck, I don't remember. It's been a long time ago. So when I was, when I started, when we started trucking, Stephen and I started trucking, we pulled hoppers. And then as we grew and expanded, we continued to pull hoppers and haul fee byproducts, um, basically the central U.S., right? We had a bunch of owner operators working for us and a bunch of trucks of our own. And it, it, oh, we, it grew way too quickly, was a problem. But, you know, we did it. And then we decided one summer that we were going to go haul ear corn, seed corn. A lot of you guys know what that is. Um, so we bought a couple walking floors. Well, us being who we were, we had these trailers. We're going to put them to work. So we started doing that type of work in addition with the hopper work. Well, as that grew and then things changed, we moved into needing belt trailers. So we were located in Marion, Monticello. I guess we were probably, I don't remember if we were in Monticello at that time or not. Anyways, um, yeah, I think we were. So we were um, in the general Cedar Rapids area, on a, in and out of Cedar Rapids, hauling at ADM, Cargill, Diamond V, or not out of Diamond V, into Diamond V, um, or no, we weren't doing Diamond V work yet then. Whatever, Quaker Oats. <laughs> Anyways, all the things. Um, so we wanted to get into a couple of belt trailers because we were starting to haul some wet product. All right, so when you haul out of Quaker Oats, we hauled a lot of ground oat hulls. If you're familiar with this at all, oats... You guys know what oats are, okay? Don't think oatmeal. Think of like the regular oat, the seed. Well, when they process the oats, they, they split it. And the oat hulls are the outer shell. It's a very, very light product. And they grind them. So it's kind of powdery. It's still itchy as shit. If you are have ever baled oat straw and have been around dried oats, you know that like oats are like prickly. And they stick to fucking everything and make you itch. <laughs> so we hauled, uh, we had a customer down in LaBelle, Missouri. It's called Heartland Dairies and um, Sharpland and Cattle. If you guys are familiar, uh, you may see Heartland Dairies milk on your shelf at your local grocery store. Huge dairy farm. And we would haul at least a load a day of oat hulls down there, ground oat hulls. They used it for bedding. And... Um, when we would go haul a load of oat hulls and then we would go haul a load of wet feed, wet dis or not wet distillers, but wet gluten, it has uh, what's called steep water in it. It's sticky. It is kind of syrupy and sticky. So when you go from that wet fluffy product to a wet or a dry fluffy product, sorry, to a wet sticky product, it would cause issues in the slats in our walking floors and it would push up the slats in the walking floors. If you don't know what a walking floor is, then I'm not going to explain it. It'll take me too long. Anyways, so we wanted some belts. So, of course, we're in the Lynn County area. There's a Wilson dealer. Everybody buys Wilson belt trailers. So I picked up the phone and I called Wilson and I talked to this guy. Um, and he was a complete prick. He talked to me like I was stupid, which... Like, I don't really mind that so much now because I really just don't give a fuck. But back then, I had a really big chip on my shoulder. I was in my mid-20s. 
I was in an industry that was very heavily male dominated. I caught a lot of shit from a lot of people because I was a girl doing a guy thing, right? And I was good at it. So um, I walked around with a pretty big chip on my shoulder and I got really offended, I guess you want to call it because that's probably what you, what it is. If somebody talked to me like I was stupid, like I didn't know what I wanted just because I was a girl, like, fuck you, dude. So we did not buy Wilson trailers. So I looked for another belt trailer company and I came across Alec and we rented a trailer to start with. And then we started adding more trailers and then they were looking for a dealer in Iowa and I became their dealer in Iowa and just has gone from there. So why do I tell you all this? Why, what does it have to do with my phone call? Well, the reason why I do what I do now is because one single solitary person pissed me the fuck off because he talked to me like I was stupid and he was disrespectful and rude because he made it sound like he didn't have time for me. Okay, listen, if you do any type of sales, customer service, or any person-to-person contact, even via email, phone, whatever. We live in a very transactional world, right? But it's not just a transaction. Okay, here's how. If you want to be successful in sales, I'm just going to tell you this little tidbit. It's very fucking easy. You help your customers. You don't sell to your customers. Your customers, you have to build a relationship with your customers. They need to be able to trust you. Who do you buy from? If you're looking for something that you've never bought before, what do you do? You ask your friends. You ask your family. You might look at reviews online. You kind of crowdsource information to get kind of an idea before you just go bolting out there and making a financial commitment, right? So... If company A has shitty reviews or has treated their previous customers like shit, like your your cousin and your best friend was like, oh, yeah, we bought from them and this and this and this and it's all negative because that company just treated them like shit or they were just a transaction. They didn't feel like they were like they the company cared about them. They're not going to give a good word of mouth. Word of mouth is the single most powerful thing when it comes to business. The power of word of mouth is huge. Think of, and like that has, has exponentially skyrocketed due to the internet and social media. Because if somebody has a bad experience with a company, they're going to go out there and they're going to fucking blast it all over. They're going to tell all their friends how shitty it was. And because they have access very easily and instantaneously to go and just like rip a place apart because they're pissed off. That's a problem if you're a business, if you're that business, right? At that time, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have social. Okay, we had the internet, but we didn't have social media. So like, what did I do? <clears throat> I just picked up the phone and I called somebody else. That's what I did. And the tra- in that phone call, literally changed the trajectory of my life, my entire fucking life from one phone call. That guy being a dick to me changed everything. And I have never forgotten that experience ever. And I, I mean, 
I have had this discussion with some of my customers because I have people ask me, well, why, why your brand versus, you know, this brand or that brand or this brand? And I'm just like, well, I'll be honest with you why I do what I do. This is why. Like, I mean, their equipment is good. They build good trailers. I mean, they build great equipment, but their salesman was a fucking prick. Bye. And that's that. The, if you, as a salesperson, customer service person, um, like I said, anybody that you, ha- that you deal with in a business situation, you know, whatever. <clears throat> if you treat somebody like shit, they're not going to come back. And if you actually take the time to genuinely give a shit about your clientele or your customers or whatever, those people are going to feel like you care about them. And I mean, I'm not good at faking it, right? I have that problem of like, I'm sorry for what my face said, because I am pretty much an open book. And if I'm not, if I don't believe in something, you're going to know it. You are going to know that that's the case. So it makes it really hard if, like, if if I don't believe in what I'm selling, then, like, I'm not going to be able to sell it very well, right? You need a belief in your product. You need to, um, and that you have to translate that belief, and that will come across when you talk to people. Like, that will come across to your customer, potential customer, client, whatever, like, if you're just trying to, to blow sunshine up their ass, they're going to know. Because if people aren't dumb, I mean, you might, you might, might buffalo them once, but the next time you're definitely not. And, you know, oh, I should kind of lost my train of thought. Um, but if you're able to build, okay, so the point of this was if you're, if you can build a relationship with your customer, and actually genuinely care about them, care about their problem, care about whether your product is going to fix their problem or not, then, then that is something that is, that it's critical. And people know that people can see that people can tell people can tell that shit over the phone because they're having a conversation with you. And if you actually care about fixing their problem, whether you can actually fix their problem or not, that's going to leave a very good impression on them. So what's that going to do? Say you can't fix their problem. And listen, I have had people that like my product didn't fit their problem. I know what product did though. And guess what? I gave them that recommendation or I can't fulfill it because I don't have the product to be able to fulfill it. You know what? Check here, check here, check here. I utilize my knowledge of the industry and what's available to help them. It's not just, sorry, I can't help you. Bye. That's not how I do it. And I don't believe that that's, I don't believe in that method. I don't believe that like, well, if I can't help you, you know, fuck you. I don't believe in that. I believe in going the extra mile, helping my customers. If I know, or I can, you know, potentially give them some options, then I'm going to do that because that's just being a decent human being. Like, it's not just a job to me. This is not a job. I mean, yes, it's a job. Do I get a paycheck from it? Yeah, I do. But like, it's more than that. I see it as more than that. I, my customers are my friends. You know, I have, um, 
one in particular that has hasn't purchased anything from me since 2010. That's 13 years. Guess what? I still have a relationship with with him. I still talk to him. I still like I mean, I care because it's important. Because building that relationship, I have had so many referrals from this guy and like, I mean, it's invaluable because he speaks so highly of our product, of me, because I took the time to give a shit and I give a shit. Like he was in a really bad accident. I went and saw him in the fucking hospital, you know, and I don't know. It's just, it's just, that's what's important. I feel like if you can show your customers, you take the extra time. Like, really, what are you out? What are you out to take that extra time to listen to them, to get to know them, and build that relationship with them? You have a customer for life. Even if you don't sell them anything, I get referrals from customers to my product from people that haven't bought from me because my product didn't fit their needs that will refer me they will refer their friends to me because of how I treated them, how I took care of them, how I didn't just blow sunshine up their ass and sell them something that wasn't going to work for them. And I was honest with them. I mean, that's huge. They don't, they don't have to do that. But why do they do that? Why would, why would they do that? Because I took the time and actually cared about the service I offered them what I was able to do for them. And, you know, like, it took me five minutes, maybe. A lot of times it takes very little time. And and for me, it's not, yeah, is getting the sale great? Yeah. Like, I got bills. <laughs> you know, I got bills too. And it's important to make sure that that is taken care of. But in order to take care of that, I have to provide the best service possible. So guys, if you really think about it, you know, a little bit of extra time is hugely beneficial on the payoff. Because like, especially now where everything is so fast, so instantaneous, it's unusual to have somebody that you are doing a business dealing with, take a few extra minutes to, you know, to learn about you, to, you know, um, learn about your operation and ask questions. You know, people love to talk about themselves. That's just who we are as human beings. So if you, if you don't know how to sell things, like, listen, all you got to do is think in terms of helping people learning about people, genuinely giving a shit about people. Like if you don't care, then, and and you just legit don't care, then that's a you problem. That's not a, 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 um, I don't even know. That's not a process problem. That's a you problem. Like if you don't care about your people, then I mean, you probably shouldn't be in that business, (laughs) but getting to know people, Like, I know about their families a lot of times. 
because people like to talk about people who are proud of their kids or doing stuff or if they've been sick or, you know, if somebody has a upcoming whatever, I mean, insert whatever thing here. And it's not cheating if you make notes about your people. Because the number of people that I have talked to over a 16-year span is a lot. I mean, if I go through my contacts list, there's a few thousand people in my contacts. And it says a lot when somebody who I talked to, even three months ago, and I, you know, I usually will will refer back to my notes as to what they were looking for, what we talked about. And I'll put personal notes in there too, so I don't forget. Because like, listen, y'all, I suffer from CRS, can't remember shit. And once I refresh and we start talking, you know, I will ask them. I legitimately want to know. It's not just it's not just a, a a show, right? It's not just a show. I don't ask them questions about their operation or their personal life because I don't care just to use as a sales tool. That's not it. That's not it. And people can see right through that shit. It's just because I feel like I want to it's, it's my job to help them in the best capacity that I can. And if you don't do this and you're in sales or customer service or whatever, like, man, you might need to reevaluate your shit. Because it matters. It matters. There's people that I talked to 16 years ago that I still have saved. And, I mean, I've had, I have customers that will call me once every five years. And I remember them. I remember their name. I don't delete that stuff. I, I save that stuff because that's valuable information. I refer back to somebody I haven't talked to in a long time, and I can pull information that we talked about last time. They're impressed because it shows that I care. That's all people really want is just for you to show that you really care. That's why people become loyal customers at places because that company showed them a level of care. They matter. People want to matter. You want to matter. It's very simple. So I guess that's my uh, that's my thing for the day. And that phone call from earlier was um, was from a customer that <laughs> has been having a real shit time. Um, he smoked a deer with his truck right before harvest started. And it totaled it pretty much. Um, so he was scrambling, trying to get a truck. And I talked to him a few months ago, and I didn't have any trailers. And, like, it took some some magic wand waving and some begging and pleading and swearing to make it happen. But, you know, that's just part of my job. It's just what I do. That's what we do. And shuffle and shuffle and shuffle and make shit happen. And... He was impressed with that. I mean, I could have just said, man, I'm sorry. I don't have nothing. And you're shit out of luck. Sorry, better not, better luck next year. But that's not how I work. And he had a bad experience with another person in our company, and he was very upset about it. And he called me and told me, he said, you know, he says, if it weren't for you, I'd have said, fuck you, and I'd have left. But you've worked your ass off, and I've probably talked to him umpteen times in the last month trying to get him 
into what he needed and doing, I mean, I said, and I was looking up truck rental places for him. And I sent him, I made some inquiries, made some phone calls on truck rentals, which is not my job. And I talked to another lady on the phone who was extremely helpful. And she's like, you know what? Maybe you should try this route because I've heard about this service and da 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 da. She gave me the information for it. So I trans translated that to him. She didn't have to do that. So that's two people going above and beyond for this guy to try and help him solve his problem. Or he was going to not have, I mean, he was not going to be able to, to fulfill his contract. That's important shit. I know that's important shit. I've been there, done that. And I didn't have to do that, but I did it because I can and I should because we should help each other. That's just part of being human. It's part of life, man. Help other people. And it actually, it, I had never heard of this service before, so it was pretty fucking awesome. And it worked. And it worked. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out, but sometimes you'll you'll hit it and and it works. And it got it taken care of, but then he had a, an issue and it was an electronic thing. It's all new technology shit. And the person, the other person with our company that he dealt with just blew him off. He was pissed. And I'd have been pissed too if I were him. And I'm really disappointed and very aggravated with the whole situation. And I have no control over it. And unfortunately, there's nothing I can do other than listen to his problem, understand his problem, and do what I'm able to do to help fix it. Or at least do some fucking damage control. But he called me to thank me and tell me that since, you know, he just, he took a deep breath and just moved on but had it not been for everything that we've been through I feel like we've been through a lot this last month with with this particular one you know everything we've been through and we've worked together through it and I've helped him as much as I possibly could that he didn't that he 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 will come back and the only reason is is because I went above and beyond and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn or brag about it or whatever I'm just saying this and talking about this today so somebody else can maybe glean some information from this and like how to do better. Sharing information. You know, I have I've sent customers to other dealers before because we didn't have anything. I mean, it's my competition. But like the ultimate goal is to solve my customers' problems, whether or not they they end up being a customer or not a customer. It's to solve the problem, to help people. It just all, it boils down to that. If you can keep that mindset of help, I'm helping this person. My job is to help this person. You're going to go so much further than selling or, you know, I mean, this is your script. And I mean, I've worked at a place like that and did inbound telemarketing sales and you had a script and I fucking sucked at it. And my times, my call times were too long because I would chat with the person and get to know them. And I was, what, 19, 20 years old? I don't know, maybe it's just my nature. So this makes it, so I guess this is a natural profession for me. It's, it's easy to me because I care about people and I want to help people. So if you can, if you're struggling and you're not looking at it in a manner of helping, then maybe you need to reevaluate and try a different method. That's it. 
It's not hard. It's simple. Just be nice and help people. <laughs> Seriously. All right. I'm going to get off here because my email is blowing up and my messenger is blowing up and I'm, yeah, stopped and started this 15 different times. But the first time was, was good because I had a, a good long, I don't know, hour and a half conversation with a buddy of mine. And yeah, it was, it was lots of laughs. It's a good time. So that's all I got. So I guess be safe out there. Harvest. Everything's rolling on the highways. Take your time and don't do like I did this morning and leave the house super fucking late because then um, you're just going to run into everything slowing you down and you're going to be aggravated. <laughs> just don't do it. And I'm like, it's fall, dumbass. You need to allow yourself more time. Allow yourself more time. And keep the dirty side down and I'll catch you on the flip side.